0: Let's get more on today's Victorian racing. It's time for Big V Saturday.
1: Time to talk Greyhounds with George Ferrugia. Before we do that one via the SMS, just wanting to recap Mark Hunter's numbers in race three, and you don't want to miss any of Mark's numbers. Mark's numbers in race three were 13, 17, 8 and 12 at Flemington today. So Mark Hunter's numbers 13, 17, 8 and 12 at Flemington today. Standish day, but it was Warwickle Cup night last night, and George Frugia joins us to look back on that and find some winners at the Meadows today. Good morning, George.
0: Good morning, Warren. How are you, mate?
1: Very well, thank you. How did you enjoy Warrigal Cup night?
0: Yeah, look, it was a it was a really good night. I mean, it was a shame we didn't get to see she's fast in that match race. But again, that match race um, between Power of Buddy and Quinlan Bale um, put up all, all sorts of different punting options, I think, where people... The outsider got the job done in power of Buddy. And I tell you what, I was really surprised at the odds he started. So that, that was the start of the night. But everyone was looking towards the Warragul Cup. And it was an open field. And congratulations to, to uh, the Brennan twins, uh, Daryl and Colin Brennan, for winning with Mobile Legends. Look, at the start of the week, he was $3.40. blew all the way out to $5.50. And the major reason behind that, certainly not based on anything in regards to his ability, is that he can be a little bit hit or miss at box rise. But i tell you, yesterday was a hit. He jumped beautifully. Landon Bale led him by about half a length, but he was always in a beautiful position. He held out Matt's hope, and that was the key to the race. We know how strong he is. He's raced over 600 metres. So once he got to the front, down the back, there was no catching um, mobile legend, winning in very, very fast time. Very, very fast time, 25-32, which is only a couple of lengths outside the track record held by Shimmer Shine. So congratulations to the connections there. For a, for a terrific victory. Uh, it was a very, very good win. Titan Blazer, I wanted to mention, who ran second. He's just been a, a, a war horse, this dog. He's uh, He made the final last year, he made an Australian Cup final, he made a Melbourne Cup final. He's um, had a few concerns health-wise, the Greyhound. Hadn't been at his best in, in parts of his career, but to see him uh, race into second place yesterday was fantastic. So congratulations to all involved, but uh, Mobile Legends... Um, lived up to his ability yesterday in, in victory in the World Cup.
1: Plenty happening around the country also. What did you make of the, the heats of the pause of Thunder?
0: Yeah, look, I mean, look, headlined by Amron Boy. Um, obviously, we've seen him a couple of weeks ago break the magical 29-second barrier. And I'm wrapped that he's drawn box one again here because Wentworth Park can be a tricky track when you're having, your, you know, a first couple of looks there. It gives him an opportunity to, even if he dwells a little bit, he should be able to hunt up and... They haven't missed him. He opened $1.35. He's into thirty now. He's up against one of the kings of Wentworth Park in Zipping Curios. He's an absolute star, this dog. Look, he's a bit long in the tooth, but you can never discount him his second favourite in the race. That's the first heat, Warren. Second heat, the favourite is uh, Coast Model, one of the local greyhounds. Been back from $3.40 into $2.60. In the third heat, French Martini, who we've seen down in Victoria uh, in an unsuccessful campaign, but she's back home on a track where she um, excels. And again, there's been some big betting moves, two eighty into two fifteen. She takes on RSN's own McInerney, of course, who represented us so bravely in the in the Phoenix. He's four dollars into three dollars thirty. He returns back to the track where he won the million dollar chase. So he's no stranger to when he Park. Heat four, uh, reflections is the favourite, but just ahead of uh, Brendan Purcell's other greyhound, who told Shorty. Really keen on him at the, at the four dollar twenty mark uh, Warren. So just uh, keep that in your back pocket, race eight number two, who told Shorty. And in the last of the Pause of Thunder heats, she's a pearl, of course, the Greyhound, who ran third in the Phoenix and started a short-price favourite in the Gosford Cup but had no luck. He's a dollar $1.40 favourite here against Tipping, Alabama and Co. So you get, a, you get a guide. If some of these favourites can get through to the final, it'll be a cracker next week. We had heats of the National Derby and National Craturity last night as well. It went Park. That final will be on next Saturday with the Pause of Thunder final. So action-packed uh, weekend next week.
1: If you were advising anyone to have a play with a pause of thunder, the heats tonight, you've given us an idea, but drilling down on one or two bets tonight, and if you are having an early bet for the final, how would you be playing it?
0: Yeah, look, I think a lot depends on how Amron Boy handles Wentworth Park. I mean, if he comes out and runs very fast time, he's going to start favourite in that race. Um, But, look, she's a Pearls back at her home track. She shows a lot of good speed. So that's where I'd be playing. She's a Pearl. Um, I, I'm keen to have a bet on Who Told Shorty, race eight, number two, in heat four um, of the Cup uh, and of oh, the Pause of Thunder. Sorry, uh, and also in the summer distance plate. Look, he's a dollar fifty, but just throw in your multis. He'll just be winning race three, number eight, Corbourne Magic. So they're the two I take out of Wentworth Park tonight.
1: And you talked about if uh, if Ambron Boy handles it. What are the key differences with Wentworth Park as it, compared to the tracks where we've seen Ambron Boy perform so well?
0: Wentworth Park is a pretty tight track. Um, he's a railer, Amron boy, so he should go around there very, very fast. I've got no doubt he can. But it's more about the acclimatisation, and we've seen a lot of uh, Victorians yesterday probably not race at their best. The boxes are a little bit different. The dogs have to get down a little bit lower. The grill's a little bit shorter. So there's just little things where you're almost in sports where you just don't have your home ground advantage, and you're taking on greyhounds who have seen Wentworth Park 10, 20, 30 times. So that that's the difference all of a sudden. You're not in your own surroundings. Victorians have gone up there and been amazingly popular in races like this and the, and the Golden Easter Egg. So certainly um, no uh, no big problem, but um, it's different than, say, if he was racing at Sandown. I mean, if he was racing at Sandown tonight, he wouldn't be 30 he he'd be $1.08. So it's just those little things where people just got to see him go around at Wentworth Park and, you know, She's a Pearls, won a Golden Easter Egg and a million-dollar chase there, so she's no problem, she's a pro there and you've just got to, you've got to beat her in her own backyard which is not always easy
1: Hopefully conditions have cooled down a bit here in Melbourne by the time we race at the Meadows tonight and the Quaddy legs kick off in race 5 and currently number 8 Exalted's favourite in the first leg of the Quaddy George at two fifty, just ahead of Elite Machine at $2.70 how do you see the first leg of the Quaddy at the Meadows tonight?
0: Yeah it's a good little race um, my numbers in the first are 3 to beat uh, 8 and 4 um, as you mentioned, those greyhounds that you mentioned are, are the, the ones that I think um, should be um, at the top of the market. Exalted uh, is a very fast greyhound. He's had the 15 starts, he's won six of them um, and when he's won, he's won in fast time. 29.40 at stand down. He has broken um, 30 seconds here. He's up against a greyhound that comes from WA with good form, elite machine. His two runs have been okay. Um, he ran fourth at the Meadows and then he ran sixth in ahead of the Warrigal Cup. So um, this is a Grade 5 heat, so just by and large, it's a it's a dropping class for a elite machine. And I've also thrown in number four, Spring Ammo, who's a Greyhound racing well, looking for four on the trot, really good provincial form in fast time as well. Got the speed to lead around the first corner. If there's any trouble, he just might skip away. So eight to beat three and four in the first league.
1: Second legs over the 5.25, Ray Six. Lovaz Bale from Box 2, favoured at 2.40. $4.60 for Kinson Bale, $5 for Call Me Marley and Trending Zari at 5.50. Your thoughts here, George?
0: Yeah, look, I mean, he hasn't won for a little while, Kinson Bale, but I've got him on top. Look, he's a, he's a very talented greyhound. He's won over 200000 in prize money. And, yes, his best is probably past him. But, again, this is a grade 5 heat where he's certainly capable in this type of field. The Box Boxstraw doesn't make it that easy, but uh, again, it's an open race, and we've got him on top. Six to beat number two, uh, low Bale, uh, racing well. Good win last start in 21.78. At Warrnambool is absolutely flying. Uh, number seven, Call Me Marley, um, really good win at Bendigo recently, 27.96. Got to the line well, uh, races well provincially, comes to town, certainly capable, and then we'll throw in number five, a Trending Zari, uh, another one that you mentioned uh, racing OK, uh, placed uh, impressively three starts ago. Has gone as quick as 30.01 here, yeah, shows, shows good speed. Will need two from the draw, but uh, I've gone six to beat two, seven and five.
1: Third leg of the Quaddies race, seven at the Meadows tonight. Short price favourite, Hot Scotch at $1.35. Kanji Giant at $5 and Heffern and Bale at $8. The market's giving them some chance of toppling the short price favourite. How do you see
0: it? Yeah, look, Hot Scotch's form before running fifth in the head of the Warrigal Cup was outstanding. He ran 29.68 here at the Meadows. He's a brother to the very freakishly talented uh, Rejuvenate. Um, Look, the box draw is a bit of a concern, but he does have early speed. If he leads, it'll be game over. So that's why the short price is there. He just has to contend with box five. Heffernan Bales runs more recently at the Meadows have been good. He's drawn well here to get into a nice position and one at a bit of odds, number seven, Americano. Miss certainly racing better than what her recent form suggests. Four starts to go up the meadow. She did run 30.04 and running third. She led uh, one night and just got dragged down at, that, at a really bad time on that first corner when she was going to skip away. So, as I said, her form reads a little bit better. But in, in all fairness, if got jumps and leads, she'd be hard to beat five to beat one and seven.
1: Quaddie winds up with Race 8. Some quality on show here. Yarchi Bale, $1. sixty favourite. My Bonneville, $6.00. Extreme Jewel, also at $6.00. And Schick at $6.50, George.
0: Oh, look, it's great to see the Melbourne Cup champ step up over 600 metres in his recent form without winning in his last three. He's been really good. Um, he ran third uh, in a Sale Cup, and then his two runs at the Meadows and at Sandown were good in good time as well. He got to the line very, very well. Look, the box store doesn't suit, but there is only six runners He'll be hard to beat. It's not an easy race. Chick is a very talented greyhound off box four. As is Extreme Jewel, who's racing very well. And Cash It In has um, just got some very, very fast times on the board as well. So it won't be easy for Yarchi. We'll go a little bit wider in the quaddy because if he gets held up on that first corner, um, it, the race opens up. But eight to beat, four, six and three in the last leg of the quaddy.
1: How do we play the quaddie, George?
0: First leg, three, eight and four. Second leg, six, two, seven and five. Third leg, 5, 1 and 7. And we come home with eight four six and 3. My best of the program, race 2, number 4, Fast Milkman. Very well named. Uh, he's a greyhound just coming into some very nice form. He's up against a greyhound called Sure and they're both even money each or two. Not much between them. But I think Fast Milkman can set up a nice uh, break early and then he'll be hard to beat. He's getting stronger. He's bred to run over this distance. He's racing with confidence. I think he'll uh, win again today, race 2, number 4.
1: Great work, George. Obviously, there'll be a key build-up to the pause of Thunder. What else are we looking forward to next week?
0: Uh, yeah, look, it's, it's obviously just Pause of Thunder at the moment, and then we're leading up to the Terrell Cup, which is on Australia Day. So that'll be the last leg of the Gippsland Carnival. And then, um, before you know it, in a blink of an, an eye, January will be over, uh, Warren, and we'll turn our attention to the Meadows um, for some huge racing. So, yeah, look, it, it never ends. And, but uh, New South Wales uh, takes centre stage for the next couple of weeks.
1: Looking forward to that, George. Best of luck at the Meadows tonight.
0: You too, mate.
1: Caught to 10 on RSN 927. Tim O'Connor from Harness Racing Victoria and Lockie McIntosh take us through to 10 o'clock after this break.
2: Across Victoria, you're on RSN's Big V Saturday.
1: Time to talk Harness with Tim O'Connor. Good morning to you, Tim. G'day, Warren. Great to be
3: on. Thanks for having me.
1: Shepparton Harness Raking. All right, this Country Cup circuit's been a a real feast for the the harness racing fans in Provincial Victoria, hasn't it?
3: Yeah, it's been great. Uh, It really always fires up the new year, I guess. We had Bendigo uh, last week, and we also had Cobram on the Sunday. We've got Shepparton tonight, as you said. Then we head to Hamilton uh, on Sunday, and then my Hometown Cup next Saturday kicks off the Summer of Glory, which we might touch on a bit later. So, yeah, it's really a a great start to the year. The country tracks and the, the country communities get a crack at a uh, some country features, and obviously it's around the good weather, so they can get a crowd on track.
1: And for those that are thinking about heading to Shepparton tonight, it's obviously going to be hot in the region during the day, but the club there are very well set up with shady areas, etc., to be able to get some some relief from the heat. And obviously into the evening, it'll start to cool down.
3: That's right. Yeah, uh, I've been a couple of times to Shepparton. It's a great track. Uh, it's a great harness racing. Uh, community. It's probably more a uh, more a harness racing community than anything else there. There's not a lot of well, there's no thoroughbred track there, um, and, and greyhounds are big as well. But yeah, the, the track's fantastic. It's, it's a big open space, and I think the key point, as you mentioned, it's it's a nighttime meeting. It's not a daytime meeting. So the first uh, six thirty four. So look, it'll still be warm, but I think um, yeah, it'll just be lovely. Actually, I wish I was going. I'm not, unfortunately, warm, but I'll be watching it on TV, listening on the radio.
1: The Cup's race seven. We'll talk about the Cup first of all before getting your, your quaddie thoughts. And over the 26.90, Group 2, the and Cup, I Cast No Shadows and Odds on Favourite at $1.85, Cranbourne's at $4.20, 6 dollars for Majestic Cruiser and Sicario at eight fifty Backing up, your thoughts on the and Cup?
3: Yeah, Ripper Race, a Group 2 event um, for the, the Fast Class, it's a $75,000 event and I guess the, the narrative of this race, Warren, is the, the the dominance of Jason Grimson, the New South Wales trainer, whether he can continue his... Uh, he's been scooping all the Victorian riches. He won the Inter-Dominion late last year with I Cast No Shadow, who is first up from that race on the 10th of December. Uh, he won the Cranbourne Cup uh, not long after with Major Meister. He won the Bendigo Cup last weekend with that same horse. Uh, and he heads here the Shepparton Gold Cup with... the with three chances. I cast no shadows, obviously, his key chance. Drawn well, uh, that makes uh, him very hard to beat. And um, he's also got Sicario, as you said, uh, drawn barrier seven. So that's a little tricky for Sicario. I'll go through my quaddie later. I'm leaving him out of it. Um, And Majestic Cruiser, who's back from a a New Zealand campaign, he's a a group one winner over in New Zealand. And, yeah, he's been a a revelation since joining Jason Stable. So it's a bit of a battle between trainers, I guess. Rimson's got three, Julie Douglas has got four, and David Aiken, the local trainer, has got two. I'm probably, um, just at the value, I think Cranburn's worth a shot. Um, he is a very nice New Zealand horse. He's probably just a touch below their absolute best over there, but he's been competing against them. He lands uh, here in Victoria. David Aiken's had him for about three weeks uh, last time I spoke to him. Uh, he's en route to a USA trip, so he's been purchased into the USA, and he's just going to have chase a couple of big races here before he heads away. So I'm going to take a chance at Cranburn here at around $4 or thereabouts. He's got very good gate speed. He trialled really well. Uh, David is very happy with him, uh, and he's even been talking about a Miracle Mile campaign with his horse in the coming weeks. So I reckon he can find the front here, and if he gets left alone, uh, I don't know if they'll catch him. So I'm going to play him uh, straight out win, betting the Chef Cup at about 4 bucks.
1: Four dollars twenty. You can have fixed odds. A for I cast no shadow. So some value in the third leg of the Quaddy race seven potentially with Cranburn. Quaddy kicks off race five at Shepparton this afternoon. So over sixteen hundred and ninety. National news currently the two-dollar fixed odds favourite in that race. Tim two dollars seventy for Outlaw Man, and they've got a decent chunk of the market between them. How do you kick off the Quaddy? Yeah,
3: uh, a really good race, a really competitive race to kick off the quadie, which is what you want. Uh, this is the leg that I'm going widest in uh, i'm going to skinny it up in the next league but i like outlaw man he's a very nice horse uh, he's a and also another new zealander who comes out joined andy gutts stable on a low mark and he's working his way through the grade so he won really well uh, he's won his last three really well to be fair but his last one was very impressive he's got good gate speed so he definitely goes in national news is a very very talented horse for the craig turnbull stable first up from the break uh, actually, trialled behind Cranbourne uh, recently in Shepparton. Uh, ran third to him, beaten a fair margin, but you'd expect that. They're different classes of horse. So he obviously goes in. They're the two real key chances. But I don't think it stops there. I think there's some other hopes. So I'm going to throw in uh, Blood Moon, number eight. Uh, also, Our Cheeky Devil at a big price. I don't think he's hopeless. He's about 40 to 1, but I'm going to throw him in uh, because he's drawn well and he's going a bit better than his form suggests. So throwing in Our Cheeky Devil... Also, Zubri, I'm a fan of, third up from a, a break, should be getting ready to peak. And pray tell is a nice uh, mare who has had four runs back from a spell for Julie Douglas. So I'm throwing those in as well. So numbers one, three, six, eight, nine, and ten in the opening legs.
1: Tim O'Connor going wide, hopefully injecting some value into the quaddy in the first league. Short price favoured in the second leg, race six over the twenty one ninety, with district attorney a dollar fifty five and supported into that price. Cloud nine, three thirty, eight fifty spirit of Anzac. How do you play this league, Tim?
3: Yeah, pretty simple. Number three district attorney for me. Uh he's my best tonight. I mean he's only short, as you said, but feel I've been impressed with this horse. Even last campaign, um, you go through his form, he... Um, got back in the field and took ground off catch Wave, beaten five metres at Melton on the 14th of May in a, in a, a Gold Bullion uh, Group 1 event. Um, not many horses can do that. Catch Wave is one of the stars of the emerging stars of Harness Racing in Victoria. Uh, He's just got fantastic form. He's had the two runs back from a spell and you just couldn't have been more impressed with his wins. They've only been at Warrigal and Stall, but good times, uh, good margins, uh, just a turn of foot. He's got it all. He's only had the six career starts and uh, I think he'll continue on his winning ways, so I'm not going to muck around here. Straight out, just turning number three in the second league,
1: third league. We've got your thoughts on on the race in general. Cranburn, some value around the four dollars twenty. How do you play it from a quaddy point of view?
3: Yeah, I, I didn't think it was a race to go massively wide in, so I'm taking the four horses uh, in this race. I cast no shadow. The odds on favor he he's got to go in. Cranburn, my top tip. I said so I think we'll find the front and uh, give a real good sight first up from New Zealand. Max, delight, run a cracker. Uh, in the Benigo cup last week he was potentially a bit unlucky not to win it he's a stable made of Cranbourne, and he draws for a nice soft run there on the pegs over the long trip which is always a benefit so he goes in and also majestic cruiser so numbers two four seven and 11
1: race eight winds up the qua at Shepparton tonight over 2190 another short price favorite rock and roll gig at a dollar fifty Heathburn bruce at 360 will he rain seven dollars the horses in single figures tim I didn't think
3: it, he was a moral rock and roll gig. He's, it's a three-year-old race, so they've just turned three. Of these horses, um, some unexposed form, some some okay form. I just didn't. I thought he was too short. So I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to include four of the six runners here. So numbers one, four, five, and six. She Haunts them, uh Heathburn, Bruce, Will He Rain and Rock and Roll Gig. Rock and Roll Gig sat outside Will He Rain last start and beat him. But it was only a small margin, and you know, small field. I just uh, I thought there was a chance of a little upset here. So numbers one, four, five, and six to close out the quaddy tonight at uh, two minutes to ten.
1: Overall, give us your summary of the Quaddy numbers.
3: That's right. Uh, yeah, what have we got? We got let's say wide early. We'll go with um, we'll chase some value in the first, and if we can get our cheeky devil up in the first forty to one, well, we we start looking at laying off almost already. I think <laughs> one, three, six, eight. 9 and 10 in the first leg. 1, three, 6, 8, 9, 10. One out in the second leg, number 3, District Attorney. Into the third leg, numbers 2, 4, 7 and 11. That's the cup. And the final leg, let's bring it home. Hopefully we'll get this favourite beaten in the last 1, 4, 5 and 6. If we spend $100, bucks, that will get us 104%.
1: Other opportunities throughout the night? What stands out to you?
3: Yeah, it was a tricky card. Um, a small card and some small fields, which... Um, Yeah, we would have liked to see a few more horses and races for this big feature night, but, look, I did find it tricky. The one that I was keen on, I've heard a bit of commentary, Warren, from some other very well-respected judges in the game over the past few days, and it's worried me a little bit because they're all tipping this horse, Elder Barandino, in race three. It looks to be a two-horse race. Um, I'm not sure if you've got the market there, but I think Elder Barandino's favourite just at the
1: moment. $1.95 Elder Barandino, just ahead of $2.10 Central Otago.
3: Yeah, I'm going Central Otago as one of my other uh, key players here. I was on him last start. He, he got back and he, he ran down a horse uh, called Shawnee, who's named after Shawnee Gallagher. Uh, many thoroughbred people will know him, or many many racing people will know Shawnee. Uh, and Shawnee's a very good horse. So I really like the way Central Otago is going for Andy Gaff. He's at a great stable. He's got Kate Gaff aboard, a great driver. So I was just going to take on uh, the favourite. Just and a few other good judges, and I'll make uh, Central Otago race three, number six, probably my other key bet of the night. But also like Cranburn to win at four dollars twenty in the end uh, into the Shepparton Cup. That's confused me. There's a horse called Cranburn, and um, I thought National News. Um, I just think he's, we're going to be hearing a lot more about him, and he's a dollar fifty five. Um, he might be a good little multi filler for those having a bet today uh, around the country.
1: Keen to get Lockie McIntosh's shorts thoughtly, but you gave us a bit of a tease about Summer of Glory coming up and you'll be with Dan Malecki Tuesday on Big V Racing to talk more about that. But what are you most looking forward to?
3: Yeah, I can't wait for that. So uh, Myself and Dan Malecki will be on track in Ballarat uh, on Tuesday from 11.30am right through to uh, 1pm. We'll be revealing the barrier draw exclusively on RSN for the Ballarat Pacing Cup. So the Ballarat Pacing Cup kicks off the four-night Summer of Glory Carnival. So they're at Pacing Cup on January 21. Then we roll into a classics night at Melton the following Saturday night on the 28th of January. No real major features there, just a really good strong card. And then we head to Melton again for a doubleheader. Friday, the 3rd of February, Saturday, the 4th of February. On the Friday night, the Great Southern Star, Warren. That's a, a really unique race where horses race early in the card and compete through heat. And then they back up again two to three hours later in the final. The top, I think it's the top six across the line in the two heats. Back up in the Group 1 $300,000 Great Southern Star for the Trotters. And then it all closes with uh, the Grand Circuit Classic, the AG Humper Cup, on Saturday the 4th of February. So four huge nights uh, for the Summer of Glory. And myself and Dan will talk all the way through it and we'll have some guests. Uh, I think the club's even putting on a free barbecue if you're in the area, so... Uh, Yeah, looking forward to jumping on Big V Racing 11.30am for the Barrett draw for the Barrett Pacing Cup
1: on Tuesday Plenty of look forward Tim, thanks for joining us this
2: morning. Fantastic, thanks Warren
1: Lockie McIntosh heading to Shepparton tonight and I'm sure he loved his hometown Cup at Bendigo last week, good morning Lockie. Yeah
2: good morning Warren, certainly was a good night last weekend and hopefully uh, it'll be just as good up at Shepparton tonight
1: What are your your thoughts on how we play the meeting tonight in, in the heat, hopefully it's cooled down a bit by the time you arrive on course
2: yeah, well, that's one good thing. There's a nice air conditioner and chip in the caller's box. It's one of uh, very few at the trot. Uh, look, my best comes up in uh, race six, horse number three, District Attorney. It's a really uh, emerging horse. This guy's had uh, a couple of runs this prep. He's won the both, running really good times. Probably steps up another notch in class tonight. He's uh, he's been well found. He's into about a dollar fifty five. But those looking for a lock in their multis, I think he's the way to play. So that's race six, number three, District Attorney. A uh, uh, good thing for the night as far as value goes. I thought. Uh, that uh, in uh, a race, in the Cup, race number seven, I liked on an each-way basis uh, Max Delight, one of the Aken stable. I liked the way he got home in the Bendigo Cup last time. I think he'll be doing the same and hitting the line hard. I think he's a great place, chance and, and certainly win with the right run. So that's race seven, number eight, Max Delight out each-way play. And as far as our ruffie for the night, I thought he race two, horse number four, better Robin, it's a local from the O'Donohue-Bartley stable, Beck Bartley driving. And a really good third to What Did You Say, who's been heavily backed in the first event. So uh, there's a good uh, form line from that race last time. She's got $5 for the place. She has to run top two to to, uh, to get that $5 collect. But uh, I think she's a great chance of doing it. She's a big boil-over chance. Race two, number four, better Robin at the big price. The Aquati, uh, look, uh, in the first leg, you can take uh, the six and uh, Outlaw Man and uh, the nine, National News. Then take uh, the three. District Attorney, one out. In the Cup, we'll take two, eight, four. And uh, you can throw in the 11 if you want another one. But two, eight, four, I think you'll have you covered. And then in the last league, you can take uh, the six Rock and Roll, gig one out if you wanted to take another one for insurance. Uh, the five, Willie, Rain, is probably the other one to include. But obviously a pretty skinny quality with the small fields tonight, Warren. And hopefully that can get us a winner for Shep Cup night tonight.
1: Good luck and good calling at Shep, tonight, Lucky.
2: No worries. Enjoy your weekend.